What's up? What's up? Cheeky Bobby here. Wanting to wish my girl Sydney Poppins to a very, very happy birthday once again. Because I know I've told you 20 times already, but I want you and the world to know that we love you. We meaning your friends. And we hope you had a great birthday. I've known Sydney for about eight years now and Sydney was my academic road dog was my ride or die oh it's just so many memories with us now we're on to business ventures together who would have thought my polar opposite in many ways but we were quite the dynamic duo back in the day in college we definitely did a lot together and obviously we still are. If you don't know anything else about Sydney, you know that she loves to laugh and she loves to have a good time. And I do both quite well, so I guess it makes sense why we work. Like most friendships with time, you learn how to navigate. You learn how to accept. And I'm glad we are in a place where we recognize that. Happy birthday, Sydney. Virgo season. Hashtag Poppins Party. Hi, this is Dominique. Happy birthday, Sydney. I've known Sydney for about seven years now since freshman. Actually, maybe almost eight since uh, summer start before we started Syracuse. Summer of 2009. Sydney has very great qualities. I think the one I like the most that she's very blunt like she doesn't care she'll just say how she feels and sometimes that's good because a lot of people will sugarcoat things and Sydney's not one to sugarcoat it so I really love how genuine and blunt Sydney is because it, it, it actually is it's good at times hi guys this is Aisha I'm a Gemini I've known Sydney for about maybe eight years now and we met in college, and we've been friends ever since. We had our ups and downs, but at the end of the day, we love each other, and we care a lot about each other. Um, I will say she's a great person to hang out with. She loves to chill. She loves to smoke. She's just like a cool-ass girl. She's always down for the fun. She's always down for the drama. She is a messy bitch who lives for drama. If you want a good gossip, go to Sydney, because Sydney always has the juice. She's a cool person to talk to when she's ready, but sometimes she can be very self-centered, which is fine. She's also a little stubborn, which is also fine. We do kind of bicker a little bit, but we understand each other. We understand that we're different, and we love each other still, and I think that's the best part about it. And I also have many other Virgo friends, and my brother is a Virgo, and we're also very close. We understand we're different from each other, but we still love each other. And I think that's the most important thing to keep us together and not have us arguing and fighting all the time. Happy birthday, Sydney. Hashtag Poppins Party. Hey, guys. It's your favorite guest, Lola in the his house. <laughs> but I just wanted to wish my dear girl, Sydney, a very happy, happy birthday. We've been going strong. Oh, goodness almost 
what, almost a decade now we've been friends and, you know, it's been a blissful decade. It's had its bumps, but honestly, what real friends don't. I love Sydney, um, her Virgo stubborn ass, but really a great friend with a good heart and always down for you no matter what. So I know like this decade is going to turn into many more and just a lifelong of beautiful friendships. So just wishing you the happiest birthday, Sid, and truly happy year of my life. And I love you, girl. 26, bitch. Hi, everyone. Hi, Sign Me Up Podcast. This is Chanel speaking. I just wanted to take the time to wish Sydney a happy birthday. And I've known Sydney for about seven, eight years now. We met in Syracuse University. We started out there in 2009, summer start. And she was actually one of my very, very first friends at the university. And we've been friends ever since. So I just want to take time to say happy birthday. And one thing that I love the most about Sydney is that she is super lively, super funny. And she's just always a great time. And I just love being around her. So... Happy birthday, Sydney, and I wish you many, many more. Love you. Virgo season. Hey, young Alpha Point Live from Miami, Dade County. Yes, we are in the trenches. Happy birthday, Sydney. It's Virgo season, you know. We're going to let y'all finish, and then we're going to get to Libra season. But uh, enough of that for now. I've been knowing Sydney since. Sydney was the first person I met going to Syracuse University, actually. We were both from Atlanta, so it was like, hey, hey, I could fuck with you. The thing I like most about Sydney is that she knows how to have a good time, and she is always with the jokes. Just kicks and giggles at all of my jokes, so, you know... That's another obvious reason. Aside from that, yeah, she's pretty poppin'. Sydney Poppins, Poppins Party. Happy birthday, Sydney, 26. I've known you since, what, like, middle school or ninth grade? I think it was ninth grade. We've been knowing each other for a long time now, and I'm so glad we're still friends. We relate to each other so much. We just have the same opinion about everything and, like, all of our little crazy catty ways they're completely the same so i'm extremely extremely thankful to have you in my life and i can't wait to make thousands and thousands more memories with you and have a great and blessed year and this is mariah by the way i know you already know my voice but uh yeah happy birthday girl Hey, Sydney, it's Brianna. I just wanted to wish you a very happy birthday. I just want to let you also know I love you, girl. I love your confidence. I love your slaying. And I just also love how you're not afraid to keep it real and be a great friend to me. So I hope that your birthday was everything that you wanted it to be, and I hope you have a blessed day. Push your Zodiac what? Sign. What? Push your Zodiac sign. I can't hear y'all. Push your Zodiac That girl be a real crowd pleaser. What up? What up? What up, y'all? Yes, it's Sign Me Up Edition. 
live from the limo <laughs> hashtag live from the limo we're on our way to napa valley can we get a toast to that all right i like that <laughs> oh yeah so um, please bear with us as you hear that low humming in the background that's the roads guys along with the giggling and the chatter because that's the other bitches in the car those are our other friends <laughs> aka our other friends <laughs> um we have a very special guest a virgo in the building for show our friend from college, Hello. Jamie, oh. everyone. Yay! The Jamie Show. It's the Jamie Show, <laughs> at the Jamie Show. And she's a Virgo, you guys. She just celebrated her birthday. Happy birthday again. Thank you. Happy birthday, Jay. You're up next, though, Sydney. Yeah, I'm up next. We're, like, hours away at this point for my birthday, which yeah. is cookie. But Jamie went with us to Madrid, and she's, like, traveled with us all over we went and to Coachella. we went to Coachella all together to Jamie was yeah. my roommate in Madrid oh, that's, right. that's how we yeah. became friends really yeah we like would get we alitas de pollo from Domino's with oh, yeah, the atun the atun oh my yeah. god those atun sandwiches were so oh yeah good. the atun oh, sandwiches oh, that's cool yeah. yeah those were mad good those sandwiches oh, so. we had meetups every night with Chantel at what, what was the park called not Retiro. Not um, Retiro. Yeah. It was near Real Madrid. It was near the. Uh, yeah, the we would. Stadium. Yeah, and then we would just sit on those benches and like be getting high. <laughs> smoking. <laughs> that's where we all learned how to roll papers. Bania. Well, that's where I learned how to roll papers. You could already kind of roll papers, I think. Yeah, but I, I was like, I would, I can roll spliffs. For some reason, I'm not that great at rolling just like weed we, and papers. Yeah. Smoking bania cigarillos. Right. We, we were like nasty at one point. Why don't because they have roll-up no out there? Roll up. That's yeah, such a weird thing. No yeah. They didn't have roll-up. So we started getting creative and using cigarillos and yeah, shit just, to oh, roll-up. Right, because we're so small. We was wilding. We were definitely just being crazy. And, and Jamie and I used to, like, our first... Uh, we had mom. to move. Yeah, we used to smoke outside of the window <laughs> in her room. At that point, we knew we were leaving, and she was such a bitch. We were, like, scared to go into the kitchen after hours. Like, she would not let us in the kitchen to go get food or anything. You know really what's awkward. really crazy? Shayna actually has a history of having to, like, move <laughs> out of her that place happens? at yeah. the last minute. Like, in college, freshman year, she had to evacuate her dorm because Yo, her and her roommate crazy. were just not into it. And then you had to move in Spain, like. But we had such a better situation my after the move. Wasn't yeah. Into it freshman year because she was real like religious, and so I had a boyfriend at the time, and <laughs> she wasn't with. That. She wasn't with that. She was like, "No, you will not have your boyfriend in the room." But I'm like, it was a split double. This is my personal space, and I put a curtain up, so she really couldn't see. Those wounds are still. Still ripe, you guys. Uh, it was ridiculous. Like, I wow, guess you the know, view is so beautiful. We're on the way to Napa. I don't know if I mentioned that, but we're just like passing some rolling hills with wineries and like grape vines and all types of real agriculture <laughs> type shit. I it through the grape vine. Let them know. Okay. <laughs> Not much longer would you be mine. Maybe. Um, yeah, so this is cool. Yeah, so that's Jamie, everyone, and she's going to be joining us today, and we're going to just be shooting the shit, pussyfooting around. 
<laughs> Every time you say that shit, I'm gonna think of that fucking photo. <laughs> He's not pussy for him or she. Pass me that champagne, please. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my God. Um. All right. So, Virgo season. As you know, as I mentioned, just beginning jamie just celebrated her birthday but we're definitely different virgos and that's just an indication to me of you know (laughs) the rising signs the moon sign the sun sign all of these things how do you think we're more different than like i find you to be way more laid back than me yeah this is true but i'm always so hot but you both of you guys are so vain (laughs) i will find a reflection anywhere yeah why not so vain. And <laughs> no one's gonna are, love me like both I are love totally, myself. And both are totally like, you know, it's the Sydney show. It's <laughs> the Jamie show. Legit. Like, this is, you know, Virgo. I always, I like to group you guys as, uh, it's hashtag the Beyonce complex. You know, mm. like, it's Beyonce love, Virgo. Love that comparison. I, yeah, right? Like, that, that's great. It's just, you know, always been about... But I do, I do think I am a little bit more laid back than you. Yeah, sure. definitely a little more. I'm just more passive about a lot of things. Like all, and then we have to, in addition to considering the rising sign, moon sign, location. You know, yeah, like, location. Right. Yeah, Jamie's a Cali girl. Like she's from the West Coast, very chill, very lax. Whereas Sydney's from uptown, the of, city. Yeah, you know, she's, Black Hollywood. Right, very Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, <it's> drama. <laughs> you know, the drama. A messy bitch who lives for <laughs> drama. Um, yeah. So those are just little things that I noticed. But then you know, I also noticed that she's closer to Leo, and that might come into play as well. I mean, by like two days, we're literally <laughs> like three days apart. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah. The stars line for us this weekend, though. Yeah, for sure. Because cool everybody is like, together. yeah. Everybody happened to make it. Wait, but it. did you, did you, where were you? You were in town in Madrid. Where were you? What do you mean? Like during our birthday. Because I don't remember you being out with me. Yeah. She no, was. was. She was? We, were, we went to like Orange something. Come on, seriously. I have, we have a whole documentary and we do we, we I remember being in the streets shitty drunk. drunk I was so but we drunk. were it was like orange crush or some bullshit it was called orange something yeah well and there was even like free disgusting yeah drinks. we have a whole documentary <laughs> out on this because I remember but Jamie I really explicitly drunk. saying I wanted weed it's my fucking birthday and I just want to party yeah, like that. <laughs> something that I remember oh, in the video well, like, yeah, my memory, you guys. I know my memory is shit. It's shot. It's it was totally like right shot. around, and then we did the Halloween thing. Right. What did we do for Halloween? We dressed up and we went to um Capital. Capital. Oh, we Capital. did something else. The discoteca. Pacha. Yeah. Pacha. There was another one that was like on Capital level, though. Damn. Pacha was it? Yeah, it was Pacha. Again, the names, the memory, names and memory. I discovered Lush out there, I think. Yeah. Right over there near that tattoo shop. Overpriced. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That was great. We all got piercings. piercings? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, we did. And I got tatted. Because they were tattoos. five euros, the piercings were. I got so it. Was so cheap. Like, five or ten? 
cheap. I got Very two. Cheap. I got two tattoos. Wait, what did you get? I got the Ohm symbol and the. Oh, remember right. when we went to Morocco? I got the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The unity is power. Arabic tattoo. Right. We, yeah. And then we went to Morocco. We we went we to did. Morocco. We went to Amsterdam we went to together. Ibiza. We went yeah. to Ibiza together. <laughs> we were stalked in Morocco together. We were. Yeah. We were by that crazy that interesting. cab that was driver. Crazy. That was <gasps> Incluido. Oh That's God. when we came up with Incluido. Was from Incluido air conditioning. Uh, Incluido lunch great. in the market. Uh, that <laughs> Noah's Ark that had that amazing. Um, Middle Eastern food, you know, kebabs and oh, the restaurant the we restaurant. had gone to in Morocco. Yes. No, not in Morocco. The oh. one we went to. Oh, that was like Spain. far we out. Go, yeah, we would actually have to travel out to yeah. go there. But that we sat down on, like, yeah. the, oh, that was nice. That was also really sketch too, though, because we were like, where the fuck is this guy taking yeah. us? Mm-hmm. That Moroccan dinner was really nice too, traditional. Yeah, and then the souk souks. Is that what they're called? Yeah, the souk. Yeah. Uh-huh. The market. <laughs> That's how he sounded, the guy. The it's, market. Um, we're, guys, time. we're in Napa. We've reached the city we're limit. Here. We oh, are here. rolling into Napa. We've got exactly 27 minutes to get to our <laughs> tour before they <laughs> don't let us on. I think we're going to make it. I think we're going to make it, you guys. We had a horrible breakfast, by the way. Yeah, a bunch of bullshit. Grapes and champagne. Champagne for breakfast. And peach fruit cups. And Hey, the blunt though. That was the best. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get into it. Let's talk about some yeah real life shit. What's an acceptable body count for a partner you're dating seriously to have? Okay. And what would be too much? So you have a minimum and a maximum. Yeah. Right. Okay. This is a hard one. This is definitely a hard one. It's hard because first off, let's get let's break it down. Like, how do you even feel about discussing body counts with your partner? Do you think that <laughs> all alone? Like, does that one count? Because I don't know if I want the question to come back to me. <laughs> you know, think, right? Do you think that's that... like you're digging yourself into something you don't even want to dig yourself into for sure? But... It's a little hard because really and truly, someone you're dating seriously, you want to have a relationship where it's like honest yeah completely open. vulnerable in every way and also and when it comes to when it comes exactly. to being but you want that then no judgment yeah and when it comes to being sexually responsible you want to have a transparent relationship like you want to say like listen yes i might have been around or i might not have been around whatever whatever it is like mm-hmm. just yeah. it, it would be good to let the other person know because again like holding out on information like that in retrospect, it is very um, yeah, that's selfish. Make for a healthy, yeah, healthy yeah, foundation for sure. Right. It's just still like biting the bullet, you know, <laughs> and just rolling the <laughs> dice. Because what if they're like, "You fucked five guys, you slut." Yeah. You. Okay, slut. so what's your minimum? Your minimum number. My minimum number to where I'm like, maybe. You should yeah, like, because you don't want it to be like one girl before you. Yeah, one girl, and then they are like always wondering during our marriage. I need them to have Always like got it out. Or also inexperienced. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true, true. Inexperienced. Okay, minimum. I would say like, damn, this is hard. Maybe like ten. I see. I was thinking like, yeah, around between eight and ten, just because you have like, I want him to have relationships, obviously, and like you're obviously yeah. having sex in real relationships, but you definitely fuck people out of just. It happens. Yeah, and it like I need to, happens. I need to give those physical, passes physical too. Physical touch is all you need sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's like, so I, yeah, between eight and ten is I think 
minimum, like, reasonable for me. Okay, maximum? Ugh, God, oh, that hard. seems hard. Because, like, guys literally fuck hundreds of girls. Do you think so? Hundreds? That sounds sometimes. a lot. Yeah, no, sometimes when you that think about... That is a lot. Yeah. Like, I don't even have a hundred friends. Because think about it. Think about those guys that are always out and partying and, like, really gung-ho like about really getting that pussy you feel me like every weekend every day like they're party 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 okay it's easy to build up your account like that and then it's like what if you're like a professional athlete you know and then you just get pussy all the time everything like my man is probably gonna be popping so it's hard it's hard for me to <laughs> to put a number on that anything. one. I don't know. Well, okay, this is true. Different. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but different. Still, you gotta remember the amount of people you slept with affects like, oh, he's dirty, or no, he's not dirty. You this know, like, does thing. that if make you, you think about you, that? If you have a like a huge high, like a really high count, like you better have it all out of your system at that point. Like, yeah. I can't be like, what the fuck? Like, you're not just gonna keep going. Right. So it's so, just like, so like at, at what point is it acceptable? Be, I don't know. Are you gonna be able to be understanding if your man was like being completely vulnerable with you and he was like, I fucked four hundred girls. <laughs> oh my god. Four hundred girls wow. from like eighteen to like or maybe sixteen but to like twenty eight. But my sex know. but my sex record is clean though. Yeah, no I have STDs. I have four hundred no babies. I slept with four hundred girls, but my sex record is clean and I can prove it to you. I can show you this. I can show you the wow. my dick has never been tarnished. Or well, what do you do if you that chick or that male that's like, I was with a guy for seven years and he hurt me <laughs> and gave me some sort of STD like oh whoa that's herpes. So that's, well, that's just like that's a whole nother conversation because that's a, that's a real problem, <laughs> right? Um, like, yeah, like so much. I'm just saying all I'm considering all the ends here when it comes yeah. to you know body right. count. Okay, let's but let's just like hypothetically speak because let's say Absolutely. let's say that they're clean that you're at this point you're you know you're good to go mm-hmm. and you're not gonna catch shit from him or he hasn't given you shit and. You, and you know that it's going to be like a healthy or not maybe a healthy relationship after what did you say 400 partners i don't know that you how do you that's a lot that's like but that's why we never got what was the maximum even for those guys that are in the industry where you're gonna get pussy thrown at you rockstar lifestyle like i guess the real question would be to ask how many people have you slept with and it meant something to you right okay that's a more legitimate question in this day and age because oh. so many guys have meaningless ass sex like yeah, all the time. they literally just doing it because it's there that's you know nice. that's actually a really cool way of putting it like i don't really care about all those mindless yeah. fucks you've had to just really you know de-stress or <laughs> yeah get one off real yeah, quick but I mean, like how many thing, yeah, how many? That's how a many good one. meaningful? That's, that's a better way to think. Of it. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Good job, Sydney. Yeah. That was nice. Full circle on that one, guys. <laughs> way to talk through it. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, how? Jamie what do was I like, we didn't even go get into that other part though, with the whole um, yeah. STD. Oh, that's a, like, that's, like, yeah, that's, that's a lot. Like for sure, that's a betrayal that you don't like take lightly. Like, yeah. I would never forgive someone for giving me anything. Right. Like d- what? No, like yeah. I 100% agree. No, yeah, no, not forgive them, but, like, going into the relationship with someone else and, like, could you be with someone who 
you know, only had a, one partner and that one partner screwed them over. And now they're stuck with this thing. Mm-hmm. Fucking herpes. Yeah, you don't get rid of that. Yeah, that's not, there's no cure for that. And you have to carry it into your next relationship and like tell them and the shame and everything. What that's if they what don't I'm love saying. you? Wow, that's what I'm saying. What if they don't believe you that you were in a committed relationship when you got it, you know? Yeah, like, so that's what I'm, that was where I was going with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a fucked up shame. situation. You're right. Yeah. But y'all, listen, it's Virgo season, and I did say I was going to do the body part this week, and that is the lower back. Really? Yeah. The lower back. That's like your spot? That's like our spot. Apparently, that's your spot. For Virgo's Yeah, but that's also your problem area. Oh, I feel that. Do you feel that? I feel that. I feel, I feel like, like Sydney always got her back arch somewhere. I do sometimes problems. have a little bit of issues around there, though. Mm-hmm. And you also <laughs> be flexing on your lower back. Too. I be flexing on my lower back. Hey. She do. <laughs> she do, though, like in her snap. So I, I got to bend it so my butt will, like, poke properly. I know. You really be bending, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, So you coming for me? No. Like, <laughs> Not like you going so hard. So like basically, you you're back. saying that I'm breaking my back to get a picture. Is what you're saying? <laughs> no, no, that's not what I'm saying. But um, yeah. yeah, and you know, I like I wouldn't, you know, lower back action. That's nice. Lower back problems, but lower back pleasures. I wouldn't necessarily too. think of that though. Like I wouldn't be like that's the first place for sure. Where you're I love I love yeah. like lower back mm-hmm. massages for sure but who yeah, doesn't that's right. not that's, like a particularly that's true. sensitive spot yeah but I do always have lower back pains right <laughs> so and what about it could be see sometimes like I said it's not not only is it a you know sensitive okay what is your sensitive spot for you it's a problem area what is your spot like pleasure wise let's see if it's the same for us uh, I feel like I, I get more pleasure out of my neck than my back. Me too. <laughs> oh like God. high neck though. I like my leg to be high, like up here behind, like close to the ear. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's so a that, certain that spot on your neck, like maybe somewhere. Is it like a uh, like I don't know if it's a little cartilage or it's a little <laughs> maybe a pressure point, but I know if a, a lot of tongue pressure is applied in that area. <laughs> Magic can happen, okay? So, magic. Do you yeah. believe in magic? Yeah, but most compatible. Who are oh. we compatible with? I know. Capricorns and Taurus. Yeah, I knew that. You knew that. You knew I knew. I knew. I knew you You've never dated a Capricorn or a Taurus? What am I, what am I not compatible with? Because I'll tell you if I dated those. Last week we spoke about the compatible signs and that was the Gemini, the Pisces, and the Sagittarius. Okay, Pisces I definitely didn't work out with. <laughs> Me neither. Why didn't that work though? I don't know. It's, it's weird because Pisces are water signs and I love being in the water and definitely Me too. feel like... Me too. Oh my god, twinsies. Um, but I think they're like a little bit more OCD than I am. And My mind you, they did say that Virgos were fundamentally clean. Fundamentally clean? Yeah, yeah see, but like, that's what Jamie is more like me in that regard. Like, we know where our shit is at. 
I feel like Jamie's way more organized than you, though. Like, Jamie has her shit meticulously placed. Most no, she doesn't. Do. <laughs> she doesn't? <laughs> Damn. Damn. Really? I wouldn't say meticulous. I'm going to have to ask the audience. I'm going to have to ask the audience. Audience? Do you, would you say that Jamie's a bit more... Like, the way... Think about her, her place in college or even where she is now. Like... It's me. She's organized in a, you know. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Taking it back here. <laughs> You're like shocked. Because <laughs> I wouldn't have considered that meticulous. For some reason, when I think of meticulously clean, I would think of something OCD like you. Like Jamie doesn't give me any OCD vibe. Like yeah, I I like like organization more than like. I don't think it's. OCD. I think it's just like having things in one place and knowing where it's at. Yeah, maybe I'm not it is. Super... It's definitely okay. So maybe it is organized because Chanel used to like do dishes more, right? As roommates. Yeah, but you were always cooking. I never even cooked. Like I had eggplant in like the, <laughs> the oven. Like I made bacon. Like I I never made dinner. Right. Okay, so wait, what happened with the Pisces? Why didn't that work? Um, I don't know. I think they're just, they were just a little bit more stubborn. And But that's just generally speaking with, like, the type of person that I am. I'm really, like, liberal about a lot of things and just bring up, like... I'm always taking both sides about things just because I feel like I can always understand both sides. Yeah. And Pisces, I feel, are very stubborn and... There's no way out of that. Right. I don't know. What about you guys don't get along because they're gloomy, sullen, and moody? Because they are. I am. They are. Moody? I don't know that I necessarily would say that. I just think that I couldn't. I couldn't break ground with them because they were just. They couldn't see past their own opinions. Right. But back on the most compatible. Right. Capricorn and Taurus what any Capricorns you know you and Chanel are roommates Chanel is a Capricorn they were roommates Chanel is a a different being altogether Chanel and I never really got into arguments for real like the biggest arguments we got into was over her car because I wanted to use it more often than she would let me (laughs) but other than that like we all we also always worked the apartment that was one time, like. <laughs> but I feel like we didn't really get into arguments. No, oh, we didn't. That you were was so when pissed y'all about it. In the door, like in the you were so pissed, but like with naturally, of course. But like you also took it like you thought it was like really personal because like I guess like I took all types of shit and like got put it in the bathroom for some reason. No backstory. <laughs> one time, Jamie got like blackout drunk and literally broke flooded. the toilet flooded. and flooded their entire apartment, and Chanel was like livid like Chanel was about to like I mean that makes sense and Jamie had locked herself in the room and locked the door (laughs) locked the door and when she opened the door she was like what happened you can go that's all she kept saying I remember that Chanel was texting everyone in a fury like Uh, so pissed off so the way that the like toilet broke also was so weird because it was the tank 
I, yeah, so it's, it's the tank, right? Which is like a, a full square. And then it was like the bottom left corner that was broken. Like just the bottom left corner. It really so didn't it, make much would. sense it as to how no it broke. I have no idea how that happened. But don't get blackouts wrong. That's because we're uh, always drinking dumb things because you're in college and you do dumb don't things. Don't know any better. Yeah. I had Everclear in college. You just well, really don't know any what better. About the, what is it? Devil's? Devil's? Spring? Anything oh, that has absinthe. devil absence, we did that. We yeah, did that in Madrid. Ibiza. Or, yeah, oh, Ibiza. Ibiza. Yeah, Ibiza. Ibiza. So yeah, at your relationship with Chanel, though, overall was great yeah, as a roommate. I mean, we, it's an unheard of story. Four years together in college is, I think, a long time. But we also, like, for the longest time, you know, I became friends with you guys in Madrid, but she always had her group of friends, and I hung out with other people, too, so we... We're good roommates. Yeah. We on each other. Yeah, but then me and her were always, I mean, obviously really cool because we spent four years together and lived with each other. Like, that's a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely right. felt like we were all friends. Yeah. Then, for for sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah, by the time we came back from Madrid, like, we had. Yeah. And how about you for a Capricorn? I love Capricorns. Me and Chanel, like bicker but you guys totally bicker a lot yeah i still love her though but mm-hmm. i still love her though that's and all that you matters were in a serious relationship with the capricorn yeah and that was a good relationship aside from the fact that like i was i was like too young and i was lying to him <laughs> she wasn't completely honest. i wasn't completely honest but he was like can you pass that bottle pass the bottle please <laughs> Now you want to eat with us? It, no, include you? No, but just get you to pass the bottle. Oh, I didn't hear that offer. You were like, no. I know, but I didn't want the orange juice. Wait, no. Jamie, Jamie. You want Jamie? No, I don't like to dive in my champagne. Champagne break. We should have gone to Gloria just, Oh, stop, stop, stop. It's going to be um, empty. It's a champagne. I know, I'm like nervous about see. it. <laughs> I can yeah, pour Gloria Fur is a champagne place and it's so delicious. Ferrera or something? Are we going to make it to Brown Estate? It's already 11.30, no? No. The clock is fast. We still have nine minutes. Nine minutes. Alright. just going to do the... Um, what, what? What were we just talking about, though? The Capricorn thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys are in a relationship. You lied. Yeah, I lied. Oh, you lied. <laughs> I lied. And, but, but overall, the relationship was really good, and he took really good care of me. And I'm trying to really channel all my energy into finding another Capricorn or Taurus. I've never dated a Taurus, but I'm always hopeful anytime I meet one. And you also have friends that are Taurians. That are right. Sean. Sean is a Taurus, and we've been friends for a super long time. So I know, I believe in the union, the bond between Virgo and Taurus. Right. Wow. Wow. Okay. BRB! And we're back! Back at it again. (laughs) Back at it again with more alcohol in our system. Red and white. 
red. Can we just talk about our experience right now at, in Napa? How did you guys feel about it? What I have thoughts? thoroughly enjoyed myself. I did too. It was worth every cent and penny and second and minute. Shout out what to about that cheese though. Yeah, let's oh, let's man. just start real quickly with <laughs> Brown Winery. First off, let's Brown shout Estate. out to Brown Estate for supporting black business. Black owned and operated. It's the only black owned and operated winery and vineyard in Napa Valley, and they slayed. Secluded from everything else. Yeah, but oh they God, did. So they were so hospitable, and they had the delicious wine pairing charcuterie plate. Yeah, well, it wasn't really fully a charcuterie. It was just like cheese, but still so fucking The pairing good. was amazing. Like that cheese with homemade the pear, jam. the homemade jam. Right, that w- the wife owner, she makes jam on the estate. Mrs. Brown. Mrs. Brown. And her husband is Dr. Brown. And their children, the Dr. Brown children, Brown. own it. I mean, three. run it. Three, three siblings. So, shout out to you guys. And they were so sweet. We saw them at lunch after. They were just great. Yeah, then we went I to wanted the to get the one brown man to be my sugar daddy, the winemaker, but he's married. Yeah, she explained <laughs> she needed more time with him. I did need more time, and I probably would have been successful had I had more time. I've seen how you was eyeing me, David, if you ever hear this. <laughs> if you ever hear this, I... <laughs> It's in red my way anytime. Yeah, right. And we also went to another um, winery, the castle, Castilla de Amorosa. Amorosa. Yeah. And that was cool. It was definitely like super commercialized. Different experience altogether because we didn't have the private intimate. Yeah, that's very different when you have someone just like catering to you. Right. It was. But that was, I mean, that's also, like you said, very commercial place. One of those. Like, it's huge. A lot of m- people were there. It's a medieval castle. It's, yeah. it, it looks that way. It feels beautiful. that way. Yeah, it, no, It absolutely. looks beautiful. I mean, we've taken so many fucking photos. It's but not did we even get funny. a good one? We did. <laughs> the, all the group right. photos you were know, good. It was like well, photos, like, but everything's but... just a blur. The I group got, photos were good. I got barbecue on my damn jumpsuit <laughs> and spent 30, 40 minutes in the restroom cleaning that off. Yeah, that was excessive. Excessive, but you know. The Everyone stains, was like, why is she cleaning her jumpsuit? It's the end of the day. The stains are off. Nice. That's OCD one. <laughs> the OCD That's one, you guys. <laughs> Wait, what's your sign? Aquarius. Aquarius. Oh, okay. Aquarius. Yeah, so it's been an enjoyable day, so I'm glad that we made it out. Amazing, so I'm yeah. a, I'm a good we're place. still I'm drinking nice. back I in the limo. Yeah, that that's next. Now that we're tipsy, it's the perfect time to just get into some two cents, a two, two cents hair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was good. It really was doing. It's sick. rare that we're together. And we yeah, because you can hit it right, yeah. right off the nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but so, yo, like, we all single. Are as we fuck. All, are, we all single? are you single? I'm honey? single. Yeah. I'm single. We're single. Shayna's like, you know, we're just gonna. I've been so she's what? single. Though, like, <laughs> she's we, single for the moment, literally. The moment will be gone soon. Though. <laughs> okay. 
See, that's why I was saying. She's in that phase right before you get into a relationship. She's in that. See, that's why you're nervous. Tell me about it. How do you feel? Ain't nothing going on. She don't want to speak about it. She's being vain. Yeah, you can't. You can't have this podcast and not get a little bit into it. I know exactly, and I can't get into it because there's nothing to get into. You know what I mean? It's simply we're gonna do a retrospective once they do get together and just bring it back. (laughs) We're gonna bring it back to this episode. Stepping stone. Oh shit. Where where are we at? I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to gauge the the seriousness. Seriousness, because like that's that's a thing right now. We're at an age where yeah. we want to be taken seriously, but not so seriously that it's like overwhelming. Marriage. You know, like yeah. so. There's this How like fine line between like, getting to know. How do you someone? transition into that? I mean, simply it's just dating, getting to know one another. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times we spend so much time trying to rush into something, trying to make something official instead of getting to know the person and that's really where it is just getting to know someone <laughs> we, else for I think real getting the to millennial know. thing that you want everything so quickly that it's yeah. just like you want that trust and all that that needs to be nurtured over years right. of knowing each other and we I want, want that right things. away yeah and i want so a lot of things quickly not. like money and all <laughs> so that stuff but when it comes to a relationship i realize that's the one thing that i'm not going to rush gotta, into well, take it next time around yeah having been in a relationship for so long in the past it's just a lot of observations going down right now and just like how do I want to approach this or okay you know what to avoid what not to avoid okay so how do you feel about traveling with either someone you're dating a significant other like at what point do you travel with someone that's Mm -hmm. bad we definitely had we had a question about that yeah that's okay that's either bay but also like I said in that episode I mentioned there are relationships and setups where you just travel with the person like that's y'all relationship so y'all I, meet up with i want to be i want to be that person because i have friends who totally like date and they go out to places like where it's not even that like they've gone out on like one or two dates and then do a total vacation yeah type mm-hmm. thing right and it's just like for me i feel like if i'm going to be taking someone seriously i want to know that that i could travel with them for sure mm-hmm. like because i want to travel for the rest of my life with or without you yeah so I might as well find that out now as opposed to later. And I'm talking about like I'm not going like around the country with this person. I'm yeah, talking about like I'm in, I'm, I'm in California. I can go to Mexico for like two three days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like in the same way that in New York you could go to Puerto Rico for two three days and, and it's not a big deal. But it's just a matter of ha- like when do having you, a person. yeah when do you do that and when right. is it appropriate so that it's not that overwhelming like oh you're taking me way too seriously. So because we do live in this era where as millennials. It's all a lot of, I'm about me, I want to be successful, I don't want to really take relationships too seriously. How do you transition into that? Is it something that just happens because, you know, you're meeting people and then maybe there's one person that sticks out or stands out to you and you decide that's the person you want to learn a bond with? or Yeah, exactly, because really it's a choice. It's a choice at the end of it all. Love you have is a to, choice. It's not a mistake. Um, it's not even about love. It's like happiness is a choice. Like choose yeah. to do choose what makes you be. happy. And if being with this person makes you happy, right. do that. But there's also, I mean, there's also that huge gray area where you're like trying to figure it out mm-hmm. and trying to make sense of whatever feelings you have. Right. Because we're at such a tender age. So tender. So that brings us to our question. How do you navigate the waters of being either single as fuck or married as fuck or somewhere in between 
dating dating where you want more but you're not really ready for marriage but you're not just trying to be like fucking around literally just pussy footing around well so how do you guys feel about like dating older men and does that play into like how does that work out because i think that I'm at an age where I understand what I want, and I don't know that guys my age necessarily want yeah, the same right, thing, you know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm here. I, I struggle with the dating older guys thing just because physically I haven't ever met, like, a quote-unquote older guy who I was physically attracted to, to where I was like, yes, you are older, but I'm still, like, pulsating down below. Like, that has but not... But is that, like, super old? Like, I'm talking about, like... No. Five, six years old. Like, not, not oh, like, Oh, five or yeah. six years? Yeah, Maybe. like, that's not... Yeah. I thought that's you not meant, so, like, like, that's not... Ten years. She's not yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about that's sugar daddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not quite quite there yet. She's not I'm just talking about... about I feel like it's around. important. It's important to date somebody... Because those guys are also couple, looking for yeah. something a little bit more serious, I would imagine. Especially would at the age for. we're at, we gotta go five or six years up to find somebody whose maturity is like <laughs> maturity on level is there, yeah, right? on your level that's important but then it's like that's where where do me as a young girl go to meet like a nice established man right and please guys keep sending your tender tales into at sign me up podcast at gmail.com don't stop dating online but you know we just really want to figure out have you guys met anybody like at the grocery meet? store at the bar that you go to is that something that you guys do at all like i met a guy at a work thing but he found me okay we met at the work thing and like kind of flirted but then he found me on tinder and that's how we started talking but we had guys i meet guys in various ways and it's not necessarily oh i met this guy and i like him he likes me but it's more so platonic like oh he's attractive that kind of thing like i see you also in la where like everybody's attractive like my hostess is always sexy as fuck yeah there's a lot of sexy people in la but then there's also not a lot of people that get the pulsating all that stuff i don't really get that yeah they're (laughs) fake and then they just also look so put together and honestly that kind of look that's yeah they look so metrosexual it's hard for me to tell where the real like where do you find the real men and that just brings me back to how do you meet these guys you know how they have those people who speak on the street to get you to donate money for a cause charities like amnesty or something like that yeah i'm like okay well that's interesting fighting for something you believe in so (laughs) that was one instance where i might have been i was like hey i'll actually listen to you because one you look good and two which is weird in la right that's a rarity it's weird exactly you look good and then you're speaking (laughs) some real shit the the guy that wants to be a doctor unless he's going to be a plastic surgeon yeah (laughs) yeah la yeah yeah so anyway i agree about the whole not really being fully ready for marriage but you know kind of wanting to have something a serious commitment right now because you need something to grow where are you at right now where place are you all in I feel like I'm still single because I'm not ready, but my mind is telling me that I am ready for a serious relationship. You're ready if the right person comes along. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I'm ready for the right person to come into my life. I'm definitely there. It's just like... 
It's, Maybe it's a lot of investing. Do you haven't, have you made new friends since college? Like, do you make friends anymore? No. I don't invest time in friendship at all. It's friends. like either you're a friend or you're yeah. not because I'm not trying to make levels, new friends. The tolerance levels for friendship like, is very low. I'm trying to get into a relationship. I want to have somebody that I can, like, also have sex with, right. you know? But see, that, that's <laughs> Like, the not just a you got to be very, you're very selective with who you want to be your friend because at this point, the only recruitment that's happening are suitors. Like, you know, right. possible suitors. That can. And then it's like when they don't work out and they're like, oh, we can be friends. And it's kind of like, oh, I don't really need any more friends. <laughs> exactly. I had no new yeah. friends. Exactly. I have I have such great friends that I want to hang out with all the time that I don't I don't need anybody else. Right. I'm good. This house is really nice. Look at that one. Look, look, look. So are you saying because you're so into, are you saying because you're so ready for commitment? You don't partake in any casualties? No. I, I'm saying that I... I, because I found that I I may or may not be a really difficult person to deal with, I've become a lot more open to dating people that I wouldn't necessarily date maybe like a year or so ago. Yeah. Like, you know, I've become the person that's like, oh, maybe I should just try it out because everything that I'm doing is not working. Yeah, I feel like my selection. And then I do it, and it's like I'm not that down. Like, it's not a great experience. It's not something that, like, I give it a chance, and it doesn't work. So I'm just here like, mm. Yeah, I like and I don't want to make any more new friends. I I have I have friends. I have friends that I like to hang out with, like and like to spend my time with. And so my my time is a little bit more valuable now, just because it's either I'm doing me or I'm trying to hang out with the friends that I already have. Yeah. I feel that like I really like, don't have the patience. I don't have the patience to really nurture. You yeah, know, put time. Right. Yeah, do that again, all over again. It's just way too much for me i mean that's why a lot of friendships in la now it's just hasn't really flourished into much because the patience and i just the attention span you don't have time anymore like you have a life and a career to try to worry about that is just in itself a job and so if i'm gonna make any investment towards any friendship it's gonna be someone that i'm also having sex with and dealing with on a more personal level than just my best friends that I already tell all my secrets to. Right. Like yeah, that's just so I don't guys, need to. Where are you guys meeting? Thing. Meeting the fellows mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, Jaime. Where are you meeting, guys? San Francisco is just not conducive to healthy relationships. I don't know. It does like the you would think that online dating is a little bit more prominent just because we're like in the tech industry of the world, but it just it's it fucking sucks. It's not great. Do you meet guys out when you go out at all? Yeah, but not to the point where I want to hang out with them afterwards, you know? Like, I'll have casual conversations that are decent, but nothing that, like, really sparks my interest so much. You mentioned earlier about how, like, we're kind of at that age where it's like, if you live back at home, you're, like, kind of talking to people from middle school and shit, like, randomly. That's so fucking weird. Yeah, um, so yeah, I am living, like, I'm back at home, which is weird in itself because I'm... 25 yeah. and I'm like trying to make it work but I also live in San Francisco which is so like it's, it's just unaffordable altogether so it's, it, that makes the dating situation even a little bit more awkward just cause like I'm clearly not bringing anybody back to my home Yeah, and it's, it's, it's just a weird situation altogether but yeah I'm totally like I have no yeah so I have I've tried dating guys that like in high school I would have never ever talked to but now I've reconnected with just because we have friends that are like mm-hmm. hanging out with each other whatever maybe we've also just like 
experienced such different lives and now we're different people so you you do have like things to learn about this person but even then it just hasn't not yeah it just hasn't worked out I'm not I mean it didn't work out in high school because I probably wouldn't pay attention to them and now that I am it's still not working out because it's still that same person yeah, at the end of the day the you know person. like time has gone by maybe things have changed a little bit but not that much <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think back to the people that I dated in high school, and there's, like, no dick that I'd like to recycle. Well, yeah, so, but this is my thing. I didn't even go back to anybody that I was dating in high school. I tried dating people that I would never date in high school. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Which is still an awful idea, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because I probably didn't fuck with them for a reason back then, also. Right. So now it's just this... San Francisco is tiny, seven by seven miles. I think that, personally, our men are still baking in God's oven. (laughs) They're He's baking still working on them. Are they? Shit. I mean, I also, know. especially like guys, if you want to go back to the guys our age, no one's ready. Like, I feel like the developmental time is just it's taking a lot more. It's taking a lot more time these days. Like, you know, when I talk to my uncle, great uncle, or grandparents and great grandparents, they, it's just, it was a different ball game when they were out here. Game. They had cars, like two, three cars by this time. Like, it was just different. They're owning property, acres, land, like, stuff like that. They just had talents and skills that niggas today just don't have. They lack. Our economy is also so fucked that we're just in a situation that, like, we're digging ourselves out of a hole. Yeah. Like, millennials get a lot of shit for being millennials, but at the end of the day, like, you gave us the economy that we're fucked in and you also told us that going to college is going to give us a job and here we are in debt as fuck where we can't like you just how do you, you're you're completely drowned in debt yeah that it's just a completely different time for us to think of and relationships also like you just dated and like ended up marrying and having kids with the person that you grew up with, whereas now we're exposed to so many people because of the internet. Right. So you feel like you have so many options. You're yeah, always but looking you don't. for like the grass <laughs> is greener. Right. And you don't have many options. Yeah. There's only there's but so many soulmates out there for you guys. That's so true. <laughs> there's there's not actually plenty of fish. There's yeah. mostly fucking I'm getting up there. <laughs> there's you know? a lot of fish, yeah, but is that your fish? I don't know. <laughs> that I don't are those your fish? <laughs> yeah, so I guess we're going to continue to navigate these choppy-ass waters of the dating world because yeah. we don't have the answers. That's crazy, but it was fun. Um, any, any? So we know that you dabble in the online dating, so should we just try to pull a Tinder tail out yeah, here? or a few, because Jamie told me about Tinder. Tinder, Tinder, Tinder! Tinder tales. <laughs> um, wow, I haven't been on a Tinder date in such a long time because I had such unsuccessful stories where I don't think I've ever gone out on a second date with anybody that I met online. Really? Yeah. I it's have. just not, they've never been so great that it happened again. I mean, but they've never been so traumatizing that it's been an awful date or like something really crazy. The last one that I went to was just a guy that kept talking about his friends being really successful and great and then talking shit about people from the bay area so i was just like how are you how do you expect to 
continue this conversation as you're talking shit about me. me. Yeah, like, it just, it was weird. And then, like, when we went to, like, pay for each other, like, he totally let me pay and wanted to see me again. Like, if if you let me pay and don't want to see me again, it makes sense. Because, like, obviously. You're not. Yeah. Sure. But, like, don't do that and want to want to try to see me again. That's just, don't. Like, did I don't. You pull, I don't did you reach for your wallet? Yeah, so I did. But I always do. Just out of like, right. because I think that it's it's more of a I show of character, but I need like you. It's a show of no, character. Yeah, it's like to me, like, I don't want you to think you that I'm. Every single time you need to pay, like that's not. Yeah, that's not. And and so that in itself was like the first like turn off. And then he just kept talking about his friends being great and whatever all this bullshit. And so I just wasn't into it at all. Like I called my friends and like told them we like we need to get drinks like right away. I don't think it's a show of character to reach for your wallet. I do. I think that I, I think, think that it, it means a difference to to men that because it's almost like come you. on seriously, especially if you're dating somebody it's around your enough. age. <laughs> because feminism, <laughs> duh, but also because you're dating someone around you your age, and realistically, it's like you know, like just be a little caring like i know that honestly when i look at what i've been through success wise financially or whatever you just think damn there have been some times when you struggled there have been some times when it's been great for you so it's just like you can't really expect while yeah it is the man's job to be a hunter and all that stuff you just can't expect someone in our age group to really have it all the time I don't, but I think that for that first date, you're still going to have to... Show your, yeah. pull your cards. Well, yeah. The chivalry. Well, I, well yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And that's a show of character, that's too. That's really like, what, yeah. I need you, like, to, I need to understand that you're going to take care of me. But I also need you to know that I'm self-sufficient enough to take care of myself. Yeah. So Basically. That's more what it is. Yeah, it's an unspoken agreement. Like, I'm going to pull out this wallet to show you that I can, but you're going to say, no, no, no. Because you, you I, the man. <laughs> I have it. You, because you, you are to. the man. Yeah. And you, you got us. And like, I still See, want you to open my Uber door, even though you're not fucking driving me anywhere. Like, right. if we're taking an Uber, like, you opening that door still. Like, yeah. I just look at it differently. How Respect. do you? How do you? What's the I move? feel like if I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay later on. But on the first date, sure. I'm not even making the attempt. You asked me here, you're paying. Point That's blank. Really- it is. It's low key. It is. It's so, I mean, so I don't want to test them though, because I don't want to run the risk of having to pay. I don't okay, want to pay. If you run point that, blank. But the thing, like, okay, but if he lets you pay, what does that tell you about who he is? That I'm pissed, exactly. and I don't want to have to be pissed. So right, what if he's okay? So what if he's great? No, but what if he's great? Right? And then what? But and he then doesn't he pay. Doesn't, then he's not that great. See, I don't want to ruin it. I don't even want to yeah. give him the option to not pay. I just want to look I, like I don't have any money and you have to pay. See, no, I don't. You don't have, that. so you're good. You'd that. rather run the risk of looking like a broke bitch. <laughs> no, because <laughs> I have the money. And being like, I don't have the money. Like, I would never. I have the money. I'm just not going to let on that I have it. I'm only going to do that if you really try to sit up here and flex up. Like, you're really not going to pay for me. I'm going to pull it out at the last second, but I'm not going to give you an out. At the very beginning. I want to always give the option, I need you to not take it, is my thing. Yeah. Let's talk about that he's not that great then if he doesn't pay. It's It's already, it's a point loss. I'm not those, I'm not, I'm not a Dutch type of girl. I'm just, you're not a what? I'm not a Dutch. Dutch. What is a Dutch type of girl? Dutch is split. Going Dutch? Oh, okay. Down the middle. Oh, it does, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I, like I said, I think it's, it's definitely a show of character rather than. 
The show and character you, thing is nice. Maybe I'll try to reach for And how about, and what if you, yeah, you've been saying maybe I'll try for a few <laughs> years now. But what if you. <laughs> okay, so have you had any Tinder dates where they're not down to paying? You totally had One to guy made me pay for my own glass of wine. And, what, and he paid for my meal. He said he work? wasn't buying my drink. Wait, so he actually had that conversation with, like, I'm getting he literally, <laughs> he, so he literally was on some shit, like, oh, I so don't he drink. Had, he, had he was on some shit, like, I don't drink. So when the bill came, he was like, I'm going to let you buy your drink, and I'm going to buy the meal. Weird. It was weird. It was indeed weird. Because, okay, he said he doesn't drink a lot, but then we went to another place after that, and he, he got drank? a cocktail, oh, and he paid for it. So it's like, why didn't you just buy my my yeah, drink at dinner? Weird. It's so weird. strange. If you're listening to this, you know who so you are. I that wish was we weird. I had a male's perspective on like how do they feel? Like, should the girl pull out the card? Are you gonna pay every time? I don't give a fuck when do how you they when feel. do you not Jeez. pay? Well, how do they like how do they determine whether or not they want to pay? Okay, like, one guy that I've been dating for a while. One guy that I've been dating. Listen, one guy that I've been dating for a while. I like him. He likes me, but it's nothing at this point. It's just we're just <laughs> but dating. It's Isn't that insane how that's dating. how Yeah, I like him. He likes me, but it's he always pays. He always pays. Like, no matter where we go, he always pays. And so recently I took him out to dinner and I spent like $100 for the two of us to eat. That's I do pay. Okay, people? I do pay. It's just, you know, you're going to have to spend like $500 in food for, for me my to 100. like 100 For <laughs> my one meal. <laughs> for my 100 you spend Yeah, that. legit. I didn't even going to hold you up. That's how it is, though. He was on some shit like, oh, let me go to the bathroom. And then I paid the bill. <laughs> But he knew I was going to pay that day. I kind of, like, told him I was going to pay. But he kept on saying, no, no, I'll pay. It's fine. And then he got up to go to the bathroom, and I just paid. I was kind of hoping that he would reimburse me because it was $100 and, like, kind of well, expensive. You hope that even I had hoped that he would. And if he, and if he thought you, about you reimbursing you after you already had it made up in your are. mind that you were going to pay, would you take that money back? I'm yeah, not, like, if I had paid there. the bill... Mm-hmm. And then we walked out, and then he threw me the cash. You would take it I would have took it, even though it was already decided that you would treat him. Men should just pay because of the way. Because <laughs> I would have been over here looking like, wow, he really cares about me, so I have to take the money. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't want me to be broke. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, it's that entitlement we spoke about, you know? Yeah. I'm yeah. just very entitled. Yeah. I'm entitled to not working dinner. on it like you said, but I am. I am. <laughs> I am. In, in some ways, I am. That's so funny. Men should mostly pay because we still don't make enough. Kind of Aside from chivalry, let's talk about the wage gap here. Honestly, Bring that's that. male to oh yeah. Like, if we want to get thing, if we want to get technical, honestly, like I, they are, they're still doing that. No, they're still, still doing that. A lot more than I am in the same industry, so. They're still doing yeah. that, bro. I mean, I don't Talk know. You, you, you go to Vegas and you're like, every girl gets to go in for free. And it's just like, maybe I should because, honestly, there's a lot of shit in this country that I can't get for being a woman. Mm-hmm. So, Like respect. Like yes. some goddamn respect. Speak about That's it, feminista it. Jamie. <laughs> I'm just saying, at, at the end of the day, it Word. evens out at some point. Yeah. I would hope. Yeah. It's because not, the it's fucking... Hey, we might have a woman president. I hope. 
let's we don't just have say any gonna, other choices. Gonna, right? Like, <laughs> let's just say that this needs it's to happen. Her, for it's us her right or now. die, basically. Her let's or see, die. Let's talk about- oh, my God. So, back to the Tinder thing. Would you continue on Tinder, other social media apps? For okay, right no, so I'm not on Tinder, but I know really good match.com stories, like legitimate. Tell us. And so, but you pay for that, and I'm not really there just yet. You know, yeah, like I'm not, not, pay, yeah, not right. I'm not there. Just I still yet, have hope that like, I can meet someone in the real for right, free. So that's, out that's here. Yeah, for free. Too. That's exactly how. <laughs> but like, I also I want that to be a little bit more organic than online. Like I'm I'm over Tinder, Plenty of Fish, Cup and what is it? Coffee and Bagel, Bumblebee, all that bullshit. Like I'm just done. Bumblebee. <laughs> oh, every, every single one. Like I'm done. I, I would rather meet someone organically. Understand that like. It's something more substantial than just you looking at my photos at this point. Mm-hmm. And there's also a sense of most people think that you're just trying to fuck on those things. So, yeah. like, there's no sense of actual And evidently, real. there's a lot of girls to be on those apps. Like, I'm not here for sex. Yeah, I actually have, like, white girlfriends that make it work into relationships. And I'm like, but how do you convert? <laughs> like, how does that happen? Yeah. Because I don't know anybody that's not just, like, fucked. <laughs> And that's it. All right. What else do we need to talk about on this podcast? Because the naps that our friends are taking are looking real appetizing mm-hmm. right now. I'm ready to close my little wino eyelids. Okay. Uh, a couple weeks Jaime, ago. what's the difference between sex and intimacy? We spoke about it a couple weeks ago. And, you know, we just what feel like a lot of people... A that a lot of people might have the game fucked up on what the difference between the two is. And... We just spoke about our, like, our basically... Our, our ideas, our on, ideas what on what Like, yeah. what, what intimacy is, what sex is, and what are some acts of intimacy versus acts of, you know... Just straight up fucking. Straight up fucking. What would you say? There's just, like, more feelings involved. Like, you can just take someone home for the night and literally just have sex and not have any type of expect most of it I think has to do with expectations Mm -hmm. and when you're intimate with someone you expect that they're respecting you that they're not betraying your trust that they're not like making a fool out of you but when you're just fucking someone all you're expecting is that nut like I just like that's just it like there's no at least for me there's very little gray area in between yeah just because it gets so complicated if you start doing more than that. The thing about, like, what you mentioned about the expectations is, like, the expectations have you fucked up in a lot of ways. Like, if you're dating someone, you might expect them to call you every day or expect this or expect that. And it's really not that they're obligated to do that. It's just that that's what you had wanted. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times those expectations are what let you down rather than the actual person letting you down. Because right. they didn't make any commitment to, Like you that know. whole idea think, of, say, a guy calling you in the beginning often. Yeah. You know, often. And then all of a sudden he stops. It wasn't like you said, hey, call me. Every single day. Right. You know, it was more like he decided to do that. And when he stopped, you all of a sudden felt like something's wrong but really nothing was wrong it's just that he didn't call you that day and it wasn't because and was it because you were used to that also like you were used to getting the good morning text used to being being accustomed to it formed into an expectation that like yeah that's that's interesting yeah but but patterns become habits and so i mean something like that i feel like 
you know, it's hard to not get to not make that expectation because you've been so used to it. Right. But most of it, I think, I mean, at the end of the day, your expectations come with communicating whether or not you're at a certain place with someone. Like, at what point do you decide I'm going to be exclusive? Because I think that that also plays such a big part. Everybody experiences love in a different way. There's five languages of love, you know, like there's the intimacy, you know, and how, and yeah, and so you, yeah, exactly. So everybody experiences it in a different way and you got to understand how your partner experiences it, even if that's not the way that you receive love. And you got to make sure that you're catering to, yeah, that you're catering to them too, because at the end of the day, if you accept love in a certain way and your partner isn't giving to giving it to you in a certain way, like that's problematic and then you need to have a conversation about how that feels. Yep. So I don't know if those expectations have to come down with I think that I've been burned enough in my past because I haven't like spoken up. up yeah I haven't said shit about the times that I felt uncomfortable or things that bothered me mm-hmm. and so I'm just trying like now, I just want to be as honest and real and as transparent as possible in what I want out of someone and what I need out of whatever relationship we're having because in the past, not saying anything has really just made it for a confusing place and like this limbo situation where you're like, are we dating? Are we not dating? Am I fucking other people? Are you fucking other people? Like, are you talking to anyone? Like, there's just... How do we even go about sharing that type of information if you are fucking other people? What does that look like if you wanted to share that with someone that you like someone? At what point do you ask? That's also the thing. Because if you ask too soon, then it could get awkward and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, also, if you're fucking someone regularly, like, I feel entitled to know these things just because I'm fucking you. Like, at the end of the day, whether that's intimate or not, like in in the, in the war we're talking about like intimacy of, yeah like if i'm doing that regularly like yeah i feel entitled to know a little bit more about whether or not you're fucking because that's also just a hygienic thing like I mean, are you health. you yeah like exactly so it's just complicated in terms of how you set up boundaries nowadays because there's the internet and like talking texting sexting fucking snapchatting like where do you draw the line in terms of who you're talking to and who you're not talking to and who you're fucking and who you're not fucking but most people don't have those conversations because that question like when when do you when when is it okay okay? to be this person for you and i feel like you bring you brought up a good point as far as like with intimacy comes expectations because I wouldn't really think of it that way like intimacy and expectations for me it's just like with intimacy comes comfort and like trust like those are the two things that I think of because you know you're doing things that you wouldn't normally do with someone that you're just fucking you know like with fucking I'm literally I don't care about anything but getting this nut off that's it. You're not concerned about I don't the other even person's care about feelings you, like, at that point, after. right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, you're not concerned with the other person's feelings at all. And I think when you're intimate with someone, you're you care hopefully, yeah, you're hopefully yeah. thinking about their their that's feelings not too. Really, like a, a, an expectation. That's more so like you. It's like care. You know, like I. It's a, it's a it's just a respect thing at the right, end of the day. Like right. in the same way that like you would feel betrayed by that person, and that's where like intimacy comes in. Yeah. That concludes our intimacy. It's hard out here. Maybe we'll hear a man, but only maybe if you're lucky. Uh, Right, a man's perspective. That would be nice, I think. Be sure to write into us and give us your thoughts on 
intimacy and sex and single and dating and, and all your that. minimum and your maximum. Yeah. <laughs> all that. Contact us at signmeatpodcast at gmail.com, at signmeatpodcast on Twitter, at Sydney Poppins, at Cheeky Bobby, at The Jamie Show. Actually, I'm at Sydney Poppins too. I don't know why I just <laughs> forgot the number there. And um, it's Virgo season. It's definitely it's Virgo, Virgo season. season. And, and Jamie like was it. a good Virgo to have on here. She's so level headed. Yes, and, like, earthy. <laughs> we will continue our podcast <laughs> next week. Um, it's been real live from the limo. In the vineyards. It's in the vineyards. We've been having beautiful scenic views as we drive through and sipping on our wine now. Champs to wine. You know what kind of day we're having. So thanks again, Jamie, for coming on. Yeah, I enjoyed my time. Yeah, and this is like a nice little flashback. It is. To our, our college we're, days. Yeah. Wow, that was so long ago. Well, we were so childish. We were so young. <laughs> we were so childish. Yeah. <laughs> we are young. Think about it. Like, oh my god, I was twenty. Heartache to heartache. Yeah. It's a All right. Well, that's another episode of Sign Me a Podcast. Hey. Signing out.